Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, that's not kind of Productions podcast. Hello, welcome to Off With The Fairies. I'm Morgan Phillips. And I'm Isabella Vallette. You are... Uh, Isabella and I, uh, <laughs> we broke are you up okay? recently. Sorry, I just... I feel like we still need to iterate uh, our relationship to our listeners. Yeah, sure. Okay, we broke up on air and it's fine. Like, I'm doing yeah, really well. It's fine. Morgan's I'm doing really, doing really well. It's fine. Really well. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, so we're here today with an amazing uh, woman, okay? So what we do on this podcast is we do interview mythological creatures uh, who are living in a modern-day context. Uh, I'm a, I was raised as a fairy. Uh, I met this incredible lady uh, when I was a confused teen uh, not so long ago. And, uh, Getting I, further away, though, isn't it? Not that far. And uh, I went to her because I was confused. As a human, growing up around fairies, not being told I was a human, um, by my fairy parents who stole me from my human parents. Look, it's a complicated story, but basically I was a lot bigger and I wanted to know, I wanted some answers and I wanted to change just to fit in like most teenagers do, but literally fit in to mm. every store that I couldn't enter, every yeah, the bed, clothes. every clothes. Yeah, it was, it was a really tough time. Uh, and so I went to visit Matilda, who is a witch. So Hi. Hello. So good to see you, Isabella. It's so good to see you again, Matilda. Oh, I haven't seen you for what? Maybe... No, don't say how many. Okay, then. Don't say how many. No, years. say how many no, years. Maybe... What no. is it? No. no. Just a few moons. That's it. Moons. <laughs> Isabella's never told me her age, so... Um. Oh, well. Well, as you know, it's a great shame in uh, Fairyville to have any kind of reference to your age because everyone there's immortal, so it's not necessary. But in the human world, they keep asking. Oh, yeah. it's such a drag, isn't it? It's exactly what it is. Who cares? What is time? Taking along? I mean, really? Well, it is something when you're a human because you mm. do age and die. Are you, are you a more immortal, Patilda? Yes, darling. All witches carry on. Oh. Yes. Well... Right. You know, it's one of those things where we're kind of like the keepers of the earth, if you will. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where we kind of shape-shift and, and move along with the times, you know. Those of us who survived those terrible trials in Salem, well, we kind of went on, reinvigorated ourselves, and, well, we just keep pushing on. Yeah, right. Um, if, if you think about the human life, you know, one might only be alive for, say, what, a maximum of 85 years? Well, you could get to 100, maybe? Well, you could get to 100, but even then, I mean, really, who's going to be looking after the, the real pillars of the earth? So we kind of come in and make sure that everything's ticking along. What, what kind of things? It's very vague, is the only thing. Well, you know, things like institutions... 
You know, things like morals. Are people living to the standard that they should? Are they doing the right things? Uh, Stories, passing them on down from generation to generation. Sounds a little bit uh, evil, I guess. No. I wouldn't say that. I don't think so at all. I think that sounds just... Who is this guy? This is my ex. Um, It's just that, you know, you're upholding all these... Uh, people to live by these standards that you set and you're like... Well, the witches don't set them, Morgan. Don't you? The humans set them. them. That's right. So if you don't (laughs) adhere to them, there's a spell. Like, you'll just die a bit earlier. Or, you know, you'll just, like, grow red hair. Ooh, I actually thought maybe you hadn't been living up to the standards and that's why you've been cursed by the carrots. Oh, well, I've always had this red hair, so maybe it was something I did very young. Uh, Oh, maybe something, yeah... Maybe something your parents did. I was going to say that, but then I freaked out because I know that Kathy listens to the podcast. Oh, so. God. Kathy yeah. is my mum. And if you... Is, I, I, just to reiterate the evil thing, punishing children for their parents' crimes seems a little bit... Um, fine. A little bit evil. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I mean, again, we pass things on from generation to generation. Why should it be any different mm. for you? Mm, I guess so. Uh, I guess debts work that way. Do they? Don't they? What, if your dad is in debt or your mum is in debt, yeah, you've got to pay I'm pretty sure you it. inherit debt. I don't think you do. I don't know if that's a thing in Australia, to be honest. I don't think so, but no. I'm not really no. up to date with Australian politics because I'm a fairy. I only know fairy politics. And what I know is that if a debt needs to be paid, we just visit a witch and then she gives your kid red hair and it's fine. Yeah, right. Punishment, darling. It sells all. Is there any truth to kind of um, the whole witch's coven kind of thing, bubble, bubble, throwing toil and trouble over a cauldron? Look, to be honest, I do feel like my get-togethers on a Friday night with the rest of the girls do tend to find, you know, a, a bit of a potion or two, but mainly it's mimosas. Mm, yeah. Which is a pretty powerful Potion, concoction. Yeah. Exactly. I've been getting into mimosas myself lately. Well, that's been my enough, shift over the last week. Yeah. Really? That sounds quite positive. Mm, yeah. I've put down the Captain Morgan and I'm on to mimosas in the morning. Is that... Do you think that that makes you feel more powerful or... Uh, not more powerful. Maybe more sassy and mm. bitter. Yes. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's the classic trait of a witch. Sassy <laughs> and bitter. Sassy and bitter. Love it. <laughs> Uh, now, in terms of uh, when I first met you, mm. in fact, the first potion that you gave me was a mimosa. It was, darling. You know, you've got to get your potions right. Half, half, 50-50 split. You're going to have a nice Prosecco, or if you can afford it, champagne. And then you're going to have a nice peach nectar at the bottom of it. Now, that would be lovely. Wow, yeah. Of mm. course, you worked as a bartender for many years. Yes, that's true. Down at the old coven oven, we called it. And uh, yes, all the girls would come in on the Friday and they would tell me what they'd like and I'd shake it up and mix it up and then you know, poof, one day I fed one of these potions to my friend the troll and he turned into a frog and never saw him again. Well, that's a bad way to, you know, yeah, lose a regular customer. I yes. But I mean, yeah. you sometimes did mix in like love potions and, and stuff. So people did meet the love of their lives, or so they thought, well, at, at the coven oven. That's right. I mean, you know, sometimes I'd, I'd see a bit of a spark fly between two different people who were regulars coming in. And I would just give them a bit of a nudge. Do you have any of those love potions on you now? No. Morgan. She doesn't. No. 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 
I'm just, just checking. It, it, I'm just there wondering. has to be a spark, Morgan. I can't just conjure up love. I can. I can. I've sparked people. I, I, Don't I, look at people. Isabella. Can love me. Don't look at her like that, Morgan. I'm looking at her because she's looking at me like I'm unlovable. And I am lovable. Yes, to someone else, Morgan. Move Not, on. I, I have moved on, Isabella. Move on. Isn't Ashley still floating around somewhere? You know, with her little cakes and trips to the museum? No, we're just friends. I see you posting together with little love hearts. With friends. Hmm. Do you want me to go? Or? No, 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 no. In fact, um, it's funny, right, because uh, obviously there's love potions, which we learnt to make together. Yes. Yeah, for a bit of fun, because I, I had a massive crush on a fairy. Oh, yes. What was his name? Uh, his name, or his, his, yeah, his name was uh, Harold. Oh, that's right. Little Harold from number three, Tree Lane. That's right. And, and little is the key word, because that's he true. was the size of my forearm. Oh, yes. And that's why we created that shrinking potion. Exactly right. Yes, me. because you were always quite a bit bigger than the rest of the fairies, weren't you, darling? Being a human. Yes, I mean, it was a real shame that your parents never told you, but, Mm. I mean, I saw a bit of a spark between Harold and you, and I thought, well, the logistics of this just is not going to work, so... What was it we put in there? Maybe some arrowroot, some turmeric, a cat's hair, a frog's eyeball? Not the frog from the bar. (laughs) I never saw him again, poor fellow. I wonder where he is. Mm. And, of course, a a horse's mane. Mm. That's right. That was the key, wasn't it? Exactly right. It had to be a white horse. They're very rare. Mm. Um, But, yes, essentially, I, I, I mixed it all up, set it on fire, and... Unfortunately, it didn't quite work for you, darling. Mm. It ended up just reducing your arms to a fairy's mm. length and nothing else. So yeah, well, oh. I actually would attribute mm. my the size of my breasts to that too. Oh, yes. I would I'm say that they would have been much, is much that, bigger. I'm is that so true? sorry. Well, you know, there's, there's certain things that didn't quite work, you know. I... I, I Looking back and reflecting, I think there wasn't a pure white horse in the district at that time. There was a spotty one. And sometimes that can can kind of cause a problem with, with the potion. So we did see just her arms and her breast shrink. Mm. Oh. That's mm. right, but the arms grew, grew back. back. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm so sorry, Isabella. It's, no, no, it's fine. Listen, Batilda, you taught me so much. I mean... I actually have, Morgan, you know, I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I actually have quite a natural talent for witchcraft. Do you? you know? Yeah. And a lot of people don't. Um, but we're not sure why. Usually you do have to be of which lineage to actually have success with spells. Exactly. You know, like like we talked about the generations, my witchy poor mother, pass it on to me. And, you know, I never met anybody. And, and so I almost saw you as... As a surrogate daughter, Isabella. Aww. And so when you came to me looking for the potions to reduce your size, I thought, well, this could be a beautiful moment between us. And, and it was. It was. And, and I nurtured you, and I, and I I taught you all of my famous spells. That's right. You know. Oh, the what's your favourite spell, Isabella? Uh, I love the spell where for 24 hours you get to be seen as... You want everyone to see you. Oh. How does how do you appear when that happens? Well, you know how a lot of people have a gap 
between how they think they're coming across and how they actually mm. are. Mm. Basically, mm. that gap ceases to exist. And in fact, everything that you're trying to be, everyone sees you as. Right. So a lot of people saw me. That mean even though I wasn't able to shrink myself, I did have a brief window where I did hook up with Harold Ooh. because he did see me as a fairy because that's mm. how I was trying to come across. You know, so it was actually a really great part of lateral thinking on Batilda's yeah. behalf there to create that spell for me. And how was it? The hookup. Yeah. Well, you know, like obviously it was physically difficult. Because he is the size of my forearm. Yeah. You know, it's pretty yeah, small. Yeah. And, you know, like his mouth is a tiny little mouth. You know, like, <laughs> you know, I've got just a human-sized mouth. His his mouth was really small. So, like, it was really tough. But yeah. obviously he didn't see it that way because he was just seeing me as he wanted to see me. So it was great for him. Such is the curse of that spell, to be honest, because you know that you're not really that. that. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, I guess if it was nice for him, it was nice for you. Uh, look, that is a logic I have used a lot in my hookups, and it's a logic I'm not willing to use anymore. That's <laughs> good. I feel like there's a thing called feminism that's happened, and I'm oh. just, I'm, I'm over that mentality. You really are cutting under the human things, Isabella. I really am, yeah. And uh, nope, I would also like to enjoy it going forward. <laughs> <laughs> For it to be a positive encounter for both. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But um, there's also other spells, Morgan. Uh, Batilda yep. has this fantastic uh, spell. You, you can say it. So it's all about... Um, well, essentially it is a protection spell. Now, what you must find is that sometimes in life there are negative forces oh, to yeah. get you. you know? I know some. Whether it's bad social media posts or, or boogie-boogie yeah. vibes from a friend who you thought was your friend. But yeah. maybe they're coming across a little bit strange Ooh. now. Yep. But, yep. Uh, you know, so this is essentially a nice protection spell. Yeah, how does it's, it work? Well, it's got lavender in it. Okay. It's got, uh, well... I like to take the the stamen from the daisy. I don't like the smell of a daisy. The no, lavender is much nicer. Yeah. Uh, of course, we've got a, a little bit of a pinch of a rat's tail oh. and a freshly shorn sheep. Now, what you do? Wait, is wait, wait. The fleece of a sheep, or you want the sheep after the fleecing? You know, like the body of the, the sheep. body of the sheep that's been shorn. No, I, I want a freshly fleeced. Fleece. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. So it's almost like a big bag of cotton wool. Okay. Like and yep, a yep, fairy yep. floss. Yes, yeah. yes, like a fairy floss. And I pack up all the ingredients and I roll it. I roll it nice and tight. And then what I do once I've got this big kind of marshmallowy, marshmallowy fleece, I set it on fire. And oh. that basically burns for about, what, 26, 27 hours. Right. And then the next day you come back and there's just a small pile of golden ash. Now, yes. with that ash, you mix right. it up. You mix it up with some nice fresh Mount Franklin water. Mm-hmm. Does that have to be Mount Franklin? Yes, of course. You couldn't have any other brand. Oh, no, no pump or anything like okay. that. No, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> the fresh Mount Franklin's bottled from the source. Mm. Uh, you mix that up and you drink it. And essentially what happens is for the next week, you're like a human shit shield. You know, like, goodbye, goodbye, bad wow. bad vibes be gone, you know? But it's mm. really lovely just to kind of live just one week without any negativity in your life. I Maybe. could really do with that. Yeah. Could, you, could you make me one of those? Yes, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of sheep around here yeah, somewhere. Great. You would have to find and shear them, though, Morgan. No, I can do that. Could you? Yep. Are you man enough to shear a sheep? They're pretty hard to hold. 
Well, is only one way to find out. I'll be back in a second. I'm just going to go shear a sheep. Matilda, um, I really think you could use that negativity spell. You know, I mean, it's been really hard on him, the breakup, and obviously I've been feeling kind of guilty about it. Well, I guess, you know, I know that things don't work out, but, I mean, there's no right time to have a breakup, but there is a wrong time, and perhaps on-air was the wrong time. Oh, darling, that's terrible. I'm so sorry to hear that for you. But, you know, like you said before, if it's not good for you, it's not good for them. And and, and likely so, if you're not enjoying it anymore, darling, it's best to just set him free. Oh, this is so much harder than I thought it would be. How's your partner, Roger? Yes, he's good, darling. He's a... Well, he's had a bit of trouble of late. Yeah. Bad hip. Well, wizards often do. Exactly. You know? Oh, yes. I mean, he does take comfort in just stroking his very long beard. Mm. He brushes it, oils it daily. Mm. And essentially that's taking his mind off the excruciating pain in his left ear. Is it bursitis? Because you can get that massaged. Well, you can, but I mean... I think it's all of those years of just using that big staff, you know, to get up and down uh, the hill on which our little house resides. Is this a euphemism or is this for real? Oh, no, no. We actually do have, you know, our house, that little tiny hut. Yes, I do. I just wasn't sure if the big staff and the house and the hill, I was just double-checking... As in, are you saying he's got many rivers to cross, many mountains to climb? Yeah, ain't no river high High enough. enough. (laughs) Ain't no mountain low enough. (laughs) Yes, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Hey, I got the fleece. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I'm really surprised at myself. Wait, there's like ten dead sheep over there. Yeah, I didn't have any scissors. Scissors? Like, I didn't have any shears to cut the wool, so I just kind of tried to pull. You did a really bad thing, Morgan. Yeah... Matilda, can you just bring those sheep back to life? Oh, yes, sure. I know that that's a lot, but, you know. Sheep, sheep, now you leap. Wow. Look at them, they're all jumping around. They're back. I mean, their eyes are glowing green. Yeah, and they kind of are drooling blood from their mouths. Yeah, they're not well, but they're back. And that's exactly... Well, you didn't ask me how to bring them back. You just said bring them back. No, no, I'm... Yeah. They're technically back. We should be more specific. We don't know what their experience of consciousness is, but they are back. They are back. (laughs) To be fair, I didn't really know what a sheep's experience of consciousness was anyway. No, a lot of people don't. Yeah. Mm. Do you? Uh, Well, once, actually, Batilda and I did complete a spell where I got to live as a sheep (laughs) for 24 hours. 24 hours? Mm. How was it? It was actually pretty cool. Yeah? What, yeah. What was the number one activity you did as a sheep? Well, I found some lambs and raised them. In a day? Well, yeah. I mean, I looked after them for a day. Like, they thought yeah, right. I was their mummy, and it was actually very cute. Like, they followed me everywhere. I let them suck from my little sheep teats. It was really cool. And what happened um, after you turned back into a human? Where do they, what do those lambs do then? Well, I took them back to my fairy home, mm. and I kept them, and they're still there. They're actually old oh. old sheep now. I haven't seen them for a while, but they were my pets. They were called yeah. Beep and Heap. What are they doing now? Just working? Just working? I think that um, my little gardener gnome looks after them and feeds them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who you met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes I rode them. Anyway, I've got uh, the fleece. Why don't we do the spell? Yes, great. How long is this going to take? Oh, well, I mean, afterwards it takes about 27 hours, but Uh, I've got all of them here, so why don't we just do it now? Start it. Great. Well, we're going to take a break and uh, let you guys do that, and we'll be back shortly. 
James. Yo. What's better than a rotating cast of hosts? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the obscure sport ferret legging where people put ferrets down their pants. Or Graham, the 52 hertz whale, the loneliest whale in the world. How about everyone's favourite Christian radio program, Ranger Bill? Oh, who the hell this? are you? Who the, what are you doing here? I came prepared with a 45-minute lecture on international humanitarian okay. law. Where do people keep coming All from? these people are, oh. you know... Where? Uh, we host now. Yeah, oh, we're, we're, oh. we're the new hosts. Of what? Of unfeatured articles, everyone's favourite Wikipedia-based podcast where we dive into the depths of Wikipedia to find articles that aren't necessarily featured. Oh. Uh, check us out everywhere you check out podcasts. It's free. Podcasts are free. iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and other things. Love you. Thanks, kids. Bye. This week we've got here with us Ali Reynolds. Hello. Now, Ali, we know you from the Big Hoo Ha, correct? Which is a comedy mm-hmm. group that we're in when we do improvised mm-hmm. comedy. <laughs> it's fast, it's quick, it's fun. It is fast and quick and fun. Yeah, and you're on the committee. I am on the Ooh. committee. Ooh. You're so senior, <laughs> so senior hooey. That's right. Mm. I'm a very well. I wouldn't say old. But senior hooey. Senior hooey. Senior, senior. hooey. Now, Ali, um, you do all sorts of stuff in your life as well as performing. Yes. You're also a casting director. Yes, correct. That I'm must ha- be very interesting. It is really interesting. It's very fun and it's a job that has a lot of different facets to it. So sometimes I'm in the office, sometimes I'm looking at um, submissions of actors of like who, the, who I want to come in for an audition and sometimes I'm also in the studio actually running the auditions as well and yeah it's really fun and varied and we're working on different projects all the time so it's it's kind of quick 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 but then also you have moments to like really discover who's out there and mm. who's performing and who is new on the scene so it's really it's really a fun interesting job yeah cool yeah. awesome and before that you were a tour guide right I was a tour guide yeah. this way please um, <laughs> yes I used to do spirit fingers around all the monuments so people would know where I was in, in Melbourne or no I, I worked um, in Europe for ah, three cool. years and then on the east coast of Australia for two years yes great Melbourne. what was your favourite monument to tour oh my favourite monument to tour I think would be um, – it's got to be the Coliseum. I oh. think, yeah, because I, I would do a um, five-hour walking tour from <laughs> starting at um, the Spanish Steps. But we'd stop and have dinner and, like, then we'd yeah, have, like, right. a gelati break and stuff like that as well. So we'd start at the Spanish Steps right at the top end and we'd kind of walk our way down, do um, the Trevi Fountain, we'd go to the Parthenon, we'd go through, like, um, all the different – piazzas and then find our way across like Trajan's Forum and all of that and then down to uh, the Coliseum and that was like the final big piece de resistance of of the tour so that was really fun and I'd get to talk about gladiators and history and different emperors and yeah it was really cool. What's your favourite Coliseum story? Um, (laughs) Probably well there was a lot of myths about the Coliseum so it was just kind of like busting those myths and everyone would talk about um, a room in the Colosseum called the Vomitarium. Um, and people would think that the vom- Vomitarium, because, you know, the, the ancient emperors were prone to indulging mm. themselves, that they would think that they'd have a big feast and then go to this room to, like, to throw vomit. up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not... It's just an entrance, right? Yeah, it? it's essentially... it's They had a really good um, exit system, because, you know, if you think about how big the Colosseum is and yeah. how many people you would fit in there, they'd basically be able to 
fill it and empty it within about 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Wow. Yeah. It took me much longer to get in there. Exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Something yeah. we just can't do as well as we used to. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's essentially like the, the inner workings of it. So it's like a, a good flowing system. Yeah, right. Yeah, to get in nowadays we just queue out there for hours. I actually had to get like an on-the-spot tour just to be taken in. Oh, right. You know, because I was there last year with my mum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, yeah, I'm here. Like, come in the back way. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll do a tour for you. And we were like, this seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> and just gave them a lot of euros. And we went in. They took us like right into the middle of it. And, yeah. And like it, it was pretty spectacular actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also love the Emperor Caligula. Caligula. Now, I've got a fact about Caligula. Oh, go on. You know, if you look at Caligula's bust, yes. and when I, I don't mean that as in, you know, his, his breasts. Boobies, mm. yeah. I mean, like, the like bust that was created of his head, like, mm-hmm. from his death mask. He looks exactly like the actor that plays Joffrey Baratheon in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Really? Literally, like, Google it right now if you're listening to this. Caligula looks exactly like the little boy that played... Joffrey Baratheon. How terrifying. And Joffrey Baratheon from Game of Thrones, if you watch it, was based on Caligula. <gasps> yeah. Isn't Do you that think wild? maybe they took that into consideration when they were casting? I think they did, yeah. Because if, you know, like mm. I obviously work in casting, I would be like, hmm. Fuck, this boy's just come in, he looks exactly, exactly like Caligula. Like him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll just give it to him. Mm. He's how, a little shit. Is that how you'd cast it? If you if someone was like, "Hey, we're doing an ad for Coles, yeah, and we and we're want looking a woman for Caligula that looks style, <laughs> like a Roman <laughs> emperor, like we want Caligula," and, yeah. and you would you go through headshots for submissions and be like, "Okay, this guy does look like Caligula." That would be one approach that I could take. What would be another approach? Another approach would be like how um like how curly their hair would be. Mm. Um, it comes you know, down to that. It after does three years of drama school exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sometimes like the shape of their hair, if they're willing to cut it into like a more Caesar style. Mm. Um, get a perm, something mm. like that. I always tick the box that I'm willing to change my hair. Mm. But to be fair, like I, I, if someone was like, can you do a pixie cut? I'd be like, no. Absolutely not. I, I, I'd be like, no, no, I don't want the Coles ad. No, yeah. no, I, I don't want that Coles like, ad. Like, you know, so no money is worth me in a pixie cut. <laughs> like, I just couldn't pull it off. And then to be fair, they'd probably film it and be like, yeah, pixie cut, Isabella, nah. no thank you. And then next minute. Cutting room floor. Hey, Ali, people wanted to uh, find you online to figure out a little bit more about what you do. Yep. Where's a good place for them to look? Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, my handle is write up your alley, but it's write as in writing. So W R I T E U P Y O U R A W L Y. Clever. On Instagram. Um, you can always drop me a post. I put up what shows I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like other special one-off special guesty things here and there and everywhere mm-hmm. so yep you can catch me at the butterfly club on a friday night with a big hoo-ha we're also doing a saturday night show at the moment called the saturday experiment um and that changes monthly Great. so uh last month we did a, a style called more or less this month we're doing true fiction and then in the lead up to the new year we're doing some other styles with Christmas and, and fun festive shows. So. Yeah. And you can find all that information at the Big Hoo-Ha social media. Yes, stuff you well. can. Big Hoo-Ha yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne. And yeah, the if Hoo-ha you look Melbourne. like Caligula, that is another way to get in touch with us. Yeah. yeah, just send me your headshots. Yeah. Just DM me so, all your headshots. So much work for you <laughs> DM coming. DM them, DM them. <laughs> Let's talk about X, baby. 
Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. So, Batilda, obviously you were named after your pet bats. Yes. Mm. <laughs> My mother and father, they had the pet bats and, and they loved them like they were their own children. But when I was a whoop, surprise, <laughs> they thought, well, one day the bats will die and we'll be just left with this baby. So as a legacy, they named me after the bats, Bat Ilda. That's How many right. bats were there? Uh, about 25,000. Wow, that's a lot of yeah. bats to take care of. Every um, witch family tends to have, like, you know how we have family crests in the yeah. human world? They have, like, a kind of family pet mm. that is usually, there's a lot of them. You know, yes. they're pests. They're pests. They're, they're a big problem. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so, like, other witches have got lizards. You know, newts, obviously, is a really, Shakespeare knew about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other ones, like, some have got dogs, some have got... Um, sparrows. Sparrows. That's another popular. One. Spiders, yeah, yeah. kind of like the way that like certain surnames are really popular in the human world, like Smith. Like yeah, bats gotcha. is pretty common, absolutely. Yeah, common. and then they don't have surnames, which is they just have like the name of the animal that they have in front of the Ilda. And so, your parents were witches, or your parents were humans, and you're just a no, no. My parents were well. My mother was a witch. My father was a warlock. Okay, what's yes. the difference between a witch and a warlock? Well, one's male and one's female. Oh. I mean, who is but this But they do guy? the same job? Or, like, because you look after the structure of all things and keeping everything, you know... Uh, upheld in society. Yeah, upheld, yes. uh, holding the status quo, basically. Yes, look, some um, people think we're backward because we think of the more feminine and masculine ways and, and duties of the world. Mm. I mean, times are changing now, and, of course, my parents have taken a bit of more of a back seat, and, yeah. and I find that I'm a little bit more progressive, you know. But, but back in their day, of course, the witches would always be looking after the children, tending to the animals, making sure the home was in a nice space. And, and, well, my father, he would go out and, and kind of drum up some business, you know, and sure. work with the elves and work with the, with the other community members and, and make sure that everything structurally was in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas nowadays it's just kind of like... It's a bloody free-for-all, to I be mean, honest. I you're, mean, you're with Roger, who's a wizard. Yes. You know, that's like, he's not even a warlock. Oh, we've met some wizards before. We have, yeah. Um, They're born old men. Mm, Yes. Kind of jerks sometimes. Sometimes. Look, to be honest, Roger does have his days, and now with his terrible bursitis, it is becoming a little bit more cranky, but... But essentially, he's a good man. He, he was born with a with a bit of a shorter beard, mm. and now mm. it's quite well. It's down to his knees, to be honest. Yeah. He flings it over his shoulder as he's going up the hill every day. Braids yeah. it, braids it. You know, on a Sunday we braid it, give it a nice crinkle cut look for the morning. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes it just needs a bit of encouragement, you know. Yes. To get to that size. Yes, mm. that's right. Stroking it generally helps. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's all we have time for off at the fairies today. I hope you enjoyed meeting Batilda, uh, my childhood mentor. And uh, Morgan, where can we find 
ourselves on social media. <laughs> if you want to follow uh, Off of the Fairies on social media, you can find us at Fairies Pod on all the social medias I could think of, uh, which is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also send us an email to Off with the Fairies Paranormal at gmail.com. That's right. You can DM us pictures of you if you look like Caligula. And uh, <laughs> you can also do that to my private account, uh, which is actually public because I'm a comedian, which is at Isabella Vallette on Instagram, Twitter, or at Isabella Vallette Performer on Facebook. Off with the Fairies is part of the That's Not Canon Network. If you want to have a look at some other Australian podcasts, go check them out at that, www.thatsnotcanon.com. Hello everybody, this is Emmett and Holly from Impromptunes, a completely improvised musical. And this year we've launched a brand new project where we make up a completely improvised musical every week on Impromptunes, the podcast. So we get suggestions from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, from you guys. Now some of my favourite titles have been Spotted, A Love Story. Dumplings Gone Wild. Attack of the Vegans. Inside the Bomb Squad. I also loved Roller Derby Brontosaurus. And Hot Dog Tales. So you guys can hop on, subscribe to the podcast and of course suggest your very own title. Elon's Musk. Oh my God. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.